Marketplace Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we talk about bread steak, chocolate for breakfast, claustrophobia, and you can't wait to see me where? Defining idioms, fireworks suck, ask my dog, homo longi. Kids make us forget and lights when you sleep. Also, a LinkedIn breach, Matt Foley and Amy get stuck in a room together, and the mouth magnet diet. We're also going to talk about mowing grass. There's a report on the Midwest. Robocalls are about to die. The Shafty Pack. Stupid criminal that had to pee. Stupid criminal taking a joyride on a yacht. Tiddlywinks, and you'll never guess the sound. And we'll end it with You Can't Return Your Pet Like a Pair of Jeans. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Bread steak. Okay. It's a new thing. It is. What now? If I just say breadstake, what comes to your mind? What What do you think this is? Like a chicken fried steak is what I think it is. Maybe with more breading. Like no. it's like uh, instead of it being fried, it's, it's more of like a cooked bread over the steak. My other thought is it's a, you know, it's a position or something like that. No. Something to do when you're, <laughs> when you're in the bedroom. No. Well, hey, baby, get in the breadstake. That's a pretzel. <laughs> Let's get in a bread steak. That's a pretzel. <laughs> oh, maybe when you're trying to have kids or something, you know, oh like bread. Oh, jeez. Bread steak. <sighs> no, there is no meat involved in this. What? None. I'm out. I am too. But he's trying to imitate meat. Okay. See, he's a vegetarian. Oh. So he yeah. came up with bread steak. It's still not steak, bud. Hey, if you're a vegetarian and you want to eat a steak, don't be a vegetarian. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you do what you want to do. I get it. I appreciate your efforts. Go ahead and eat the non-steak steak. And you know? let me tell you, this does not sound good. It's a slice of sourdough with a bunch of non-steak things on it. <laughs> it's like a kind of like a French toast, but not. He soaks it in custard, um. then cooks it in a pan. Okay. Isn't that like ice cream? I mean, I'd try this. I would. Then he puts a bunch of fresh Parmesan on it. Okay. Sprinkles it with sugar. Oh, sounds kind of good. And broils it for another two or three minutes. After that, he just dumps a bunch of vegetables on top. Okay. And that's bread steak. That does not sound good, but then when I go to the picture, it looks kind of good. Actually, it did sound good. I would eat it with my steak, like I real steak. Yeah, I'll I'd take a, a New York strip it. with the bread steak for a side, please. <laughs> yeah. That's like having two steaks. No, sir, it's not. It's not. I'm having a real steak and a bread steak. Your fake steak, I'll take that too. The picture looks good because it has peas on it, mm. and it looks like some thinly sliced green peppers, maybe some pods. I mean, pods, I, I like onions. that kind of stuff. I'm down. Yeah, I don't I know like, about the sugar on it. I, I mean, like, uh, you know, I've heard of people putting like sugar in things to help, yeah, like, I don't like to, it. to to stick it together. I don't it like turns it. As, what what was that? Um, oh, there was a friend of mine in Minnesota when I lived there. She would put brown sugar in her hamburgers oh. to keep the hamburger together, and you'd have no clue it was there. Like it didn't taste, it didn't yeah, make it sweeter. Yeah, but that makes it not good for you. Well. Okay, sure. The brown sugar ruins it. The people that are trying to be healthy, they just grab the patty. Little do they know, there's a cup of brown sugar in it.
Well, it's not a whole cup, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, is I'm you're eating trying a big to eliminate your diabetes? Well, that's the wrong hamburger a for you. Burger. I'm having a greasy <laughs> burger with cheese, a big old bun on it. Hey, keto sesame seed bun. Ah, wow, wow. I'm going to town, and I'm like, oh, there's brown sugar. I can't do that. What that's... if you're on a keto diet? You can't have sugar. It cooks it out. No, it doesn't. Oh yeah, all the sugar stuff melts away. I'm highly against this idea. I'm just saying. If you're eating a burger, you're probably not thinking, oh, the brown sugar pushed it over the limit for me. Put an egg in it like the rest of the people. But I'll take regular fries instead of curly. Oh, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to come over this counter and just I was going to have dessert until you told me there was brown sugar in your hamburger. Chocolate for breakfast. A new Mm. health study says start eating chocolate for breakfast. Why not? What's the worst thing can happen? Willy Wonka's behind this study. <laughs> yeah, hell, 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 hell. I had a buddy uh, in high school, and he's always been in really good shape. He still is in really good shape. And he would, like, have oatmeal for breakfast a lot. And then he would put a Hershey's candy bar in his oatmeal. A whole Hershey's candy bar in his oatmeal. And I think he still does this. I was talking to his wife the other day, and I think he still does this crap. And he's always had, like, six-pack abs, pecs. Always in really good shape, like a little spider monkey. I'd have to do the chocolate without the sugar in it, because sugar is bad for you. I want the sugar. Really? It, oh, in the morning, give me some sugar. Oh, you got can- all day to burn it off. Cancer loves sugar. Good. I, I don't like it. I'm down with it. Let's go. Throw some sugar on me. Speaking of Hershey bars, they okay. looked at the effects in older women, and. They had to eat 100 grams of milk chocolate within an hour of waking up. Whoa. That's more than two full-size Hershey bars. Oh, what a life. Yeah. So they did it for two weeks. They did not gain weight. Wow. And they weren't asked to change their diet in any way. They did end up eating less throughout the day because they were full. Mm. So they might be onto something here. Mm. And they, they consumed more calories than they normally do. This is the diet I can really get behind. Honestly... When you wake up in the morning, how fast will you wake up knowing that you're going to pop up and eat two candy bars? I mean, I'm up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm up. I'm getting a candy bar. And they also found it worked at night, too. Women who ate chocolate up to an hour before bed, Hmm. same effects. But meeting it in the middle of the day didn't work. Oh, yeah. It's got to be within an hour after waking up and then um, up to an hour before bed. I'm going to head up this study. I'm going to start buying candy bars. Yeah. Go to Sam's Club, get boxes of them, and just... Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I keep a block of the 70% cocoa oh, oh, hello. In, my, in my nightstand. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes I'm watching TV and I'm like, I got a sweet tooth. Bound. Eat some of that with some peanut butter. That's wild. Yeah, it's good. But uh, and, uh, <laughs> I just love chocolate so much. I just, I can't do it. I don't think I could follow this diet. I think we should try it. I'm down. I mean, I'll do it. I'm, I'm not scared. I'm going to do the, the low sugar one, though. At this point, what's it going to hurt? I ain't losing weight, and I ain't really gaining weight, so what's it going to hurt? <laughs> if I start losing weight, I'll be like, ha-ha, chocolate was the answer. Yeah. Ha-ha. You're listening to Amy and Brandon on The Roadhouse. 
That's right. Hit us up on our Gateway Autoplex text line, 605-348-3039. What language was that? Not sure. <laughs> to be honest with you, I just screwed up the first nine, so I ran with it on the second <laughs> one. That was not Yeah, terrible. just go with it, you know. Thirty nine, thirty nine. That's what Bob Ross says. If you yeah. make a mistake, just hey, work with it. Turn into a pretty little tree. Pretty trees. Look at this. Now it's a waterfall. Mm. <laughs> just like your numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so what what kind of gigs do you have coming up? Uh Man, I don't even know. It it got it so busy. We got so many bookings right away when things started opening up. Yeah. Usually in a normal world, normal year, January, people start calling and booking things for the year. But in January, it was still kind of like, you know, we're not sure. There's a lot of cities and towns that weren't quite all the way open, you know, especially outside of our radius. And so all of a sudden, like the gates opened and it was everybody got approved to be able to do their city celebrations and their their barbecues and their town stuffs and the rodeos and gerba gerbas. So it got crazy busy, <laughs> so busy that like, uh, you know, like obviously I'm booked through home slice. They manage us or whatever. But the other day I'm at a baseball, my son's baseball game and a fellow coach that we used to coach with back in the day was there. And he's like, man, I can't wait to see you at that birthday party next month. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, what <laughs> is he talking about? And then he goes on. He's like, you know, the so-and-so people and stuff and the birthday party. And I'm like, you should have seen the look on my face. Because I'm like, because I literally had no idea what the heck he was talking about. Right. And then all of a sudden I start having flashbacks of conversations with this lady. Like she's booking the surprise birthday party for her husband. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have this on my calendar. Oh my gosh. When was this? And so I start calling her, you know, our booking manager, Shane, and I'm like, dude, do you remember this? Do you remember? Remember? He's like, I've got nothing. We're digging. We're looking up her name. We're trying to figure out where these emails are, text messages, anything, nothing. We've got nothing. I'm like, finally, I stalk her on Facebook and message her, and we figured it all out. But I'm like, and thankfully, we were available that day. Didn't like double book ourselves. Oh, my goodness. But I'm like, just being there, I can't wait to see you at that birthday party next (laughs) month. And I'm like... Yeah. You just went with it, right? No, I just stared at him. And he must have noticed because he's like, you know. And he said the name. And I'm like, I'm not sure we have a lot going on right now. And in my mind, I'm like, the hell is he talking about? I have no idea. If people want to book you, how do they do that? Do they call you? Uh, I mean, they can. Or, uh, and all I'm going to do is refer them to Shane. But yeah, you go to our website, BrandonJonesBand.com. There's a booking email there and a phone number you could call. Um, Message us on our Facebook. There's also too. a giant picture of your face on that website. There is. Is there? Yeah. Oh. It's like, whoa, there's Brandon. That's right. Plus, they have this huge computer screen, so it makes oh. it look larger than it is. It's Well, I got a pretty big head, so yeah, it, does. it really, you know, depending on your screen well. size, might be actual size. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So go to BrandonJonesBand.com That's if you'd right. like to book him. Yeah, do it up. Do it now before it's all taken it's, up. It's pretty full, so get on it. Have you ever been trapped inside anything? Not that I re- I can recall, and I feel like I would remember it because yeah. that would be horrifying. Well, I'm extremely claustrophobic, and that's because when I was a kid, I think I was probably like six or seven years old, mm-hmm. I was trapped in a camper bathroom. Oh. I locked it when I went in it, uh-huh. and then I couldn't get it back unlocked. Oh. And it was in the middle of summer. No. We had it parked at a baseball or a softball baseball. I'm not sure which one. And... I said, Mom, I need to use the restroom. So I went to the camper mm-hmm. by myself, got locked in, and I started screaming bloody murder. <sighs> Somebody heard me outside and, and came into the camper and got me out. Wow. Been claustrophobic ever since. Yeah. I even had anxiety attacks 
after that. Anytime you go like, potty? You know, I couldn't catch my breath. Wow. No, just like if I felt trapped anywhere. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I know my brothers picked on me when I was younger, and I'm sure they've locked me in, like, the bathroom or something. But it was never like a, I'm trapped in here and nobody's there to help me. It's like they purposely did this to me, and I'm screwed, so I'm just going to sit on the toilet. And I think that's why I sit there for so long now. Oh. Is because they trained me. I see. But uh, but no. <laughs> but no tiny small spaces. I mean, no. Not Are you really. claustrophobic at all? Um, a little bit. Um, because I know I've I've freaked out like underneath a car when I'm working on it. <laughs> if you get under really? there and I feel like I'm like stuck a little bit, I'll have to like mentally be like, dude, calm down. You can roll out of here. It's okay. You know, like because I'm like, rah, rah. I just like, I just want to move, but I can't. <laughs> MRIs freak me out. Oh, yeah. I, I have know. to be drugged up. I went through, I did an MRI on my back a long time ago, like 10 years or better ago. And uh, it was a little weird, but I think what what scared me more about it was was people like you telling me, Yeah. Oh, it's freaky, dude. An MRI is so freaky. And so I'm like laying there, like, this is going to get so freaky. And I was like, it, I mean, it wasn't, yay, this is so fun, but I was like, oh, I'm okay with this. Just thinking about it makes my heart pound. Yeah. <laughs> and even when I had my very first one, I'm like, it's not going to be that bad. Even when I was laying there before they pushed me back into it, mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't bad. But as soon as they started, you know, hitting that button and I started to roll back into that oh, machine, yeah. uh-huh. oh, I'm like, get me out of here, get out, you know, <laughs> I couldn't do it. That's funny. And there's a girl that was recently trapped in a dressing room. Okay. But get this. This dressing room used to be a bank vault. What? What? So she's in here, like, you know, they remodeled this place. Wow. Turned this bank into a clothing store or whatever. She's changing. They kept the bank vault door. And so that's where the changing room is. Yeah. That makes so much sense. They put the changing room there. And her, she's 14. Her her seven-year-old brother shut the door. Oh, yeah. Typical. And she got locked in there. Wow. Not as bad as a camper bathroom. What's that combination again? Yeah. So firefighters had to come in and get her out. Wow. That's scary. That is scary. Oh, what a what a nice little brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm serious. I thought, I thought we could just open it back up. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was just getting back at her. Maybe earlier she ate the last piece of bacon. Yeah, and he's that could just happen. like getting revenge. You ate my fruit roll up. I'd say the biggest concern would be... Why do they have the fitting room inside the bank vault? Like, why wouldn't you just keep like um, merchandise in there? Things like that's where you store things, or use the bank vault. Why not for a dressing room? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the weird part to me. Are they really trying to be chic? You know, bougie. Oh, come to that new clothing store downtown. It's so bougie. You change your clothes inside the bank vault. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Save it for the shoplifters. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why they're trying to <laughs> stop them. Like, you don't get out of the bank vault until you bring everything with It's time for Defining Idioms with Brandon Jones, Matt Foley, and Dr. BJ. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I am ready. I'm unaware of this competition being really that my kind of cup of tea here. Uh, (laughs) I don't really do a lot of research when it comes to bodies, except for on girls. (laughs) I'm going to give you a medical term for a part of the body. You have to tell me what part of the body it is. So we're going to go with Brandon first. It's Brandon's turn to go first. Suckers. Man, that's Ball. Okay, the word today 
It's actually three words. Okay. Anatomical snuff box. Oh, and I get to go first. What part of the body is that? Oh, yeah. It's located right in between your eyes, kind of back behind your nasal cavity. Okay, that's not correct. <laughs> Dang it. Let's go, Dr. BJ. It's so the anatomical snuff box is just inside your nostrils, actually. You know when you're picking your nose and you feel that little tab in there that you're like, <laughs> is this a booger or a piece in the skin? Sometimes you scratch it. <laughs> that is your anatomical snuff box. Oh, gross. Okay, that is not correct. What the? Actually, uh, Matt Foley, what's your guess? Well, I guess if I had to give it a mature thought, I'd probably say it's... Uh, it's that part on a girl, you know, right below their belly button. <laughs> you know, uh, some guys can reach it and some can't, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's where it's at. Oh, gosh. Okay, so your anatomical snuff box, it's the triangular ridge found just between the base of your thumb and your wrist. All three of you are looking, so did you find it? I'm uh, what now? Yeah, it's right the thumb and the wrist. I uh, I don't really think that's correct. Uh, where are you getting your stuff from? <laughs> okay, so now you're gonna tell me what the purpose of it is, Brandon. I've got nothing mature to say. <laughs> it is for uh, you know it makes us able to grab things as human beings. So without it and the opposable thumb, you know we wouldn't be able to latch onto things, open doors, car doors. Okay, that's not correct. Oh. Dr. BJ? Well, it's uh, part of the love muscle. Again, you know, everything comes down to love. And so when you're rubbing your lady's back, if you didn't have your anatomical whatever box, um, then then you wouldn't be able to rub her shoulders like she desires. Okay, that's not correct either. Uh, finally, Matt that's Foley. Bull. Well, everybody knows that that muscle right there is for, you know, <laughs> grabbing onto the old breadstick, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening on my way in. Oh, boy. But it's for grabbing onto the breadstick. No, you know? that's not correct. And it's not even like a medical purpose. What? It's named anatomical snuff box because it's the spot where people would place powdered tobacco. It's like snuff and snippet. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you mean to tell me there are doctors out there that will identify that part of the body as the anatomical snuff box? Maybe, maybe. I doubt it. This this is what the book is calling it right here. Well, uh, I uh, I've sniffed a lot of things out of that part of my hand, and it sure as heck wasn't snuff. <laughs> you know, we've all done shots of tequila. If you ah, do yeah. the lick, slam, suck, you know, you lick that part of your hand and put salt there right oh, before yeah. you shoot the tequila. As a doctor, I'd like to see you do that. Um, well, bring me a shot I'd of tequila. I'd like to see you lick, slam, snuff. Right. You know what I mean? Bring it on in. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. Let's go! <laughs> well, thank you, you three, for playing nicely today, defining idioms. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me in here. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys. Fireworks suck! Oh, I think they're awesome. On the 4th of July, they're awesome. I think they're awesome. Blow them up. Go ahead. Not while you're trying to sleep. Doesn't phase me. 10.30 last night, fireworks going off. And they can light them till 11. Really? Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> Who came up with that? I don't know. I'm going to find that person and take them to Wedgie Town. Then we're going to circle over to um, Wet Willie Town. <laughs> and maybe end it 
the whole trip in Tickletown. Oh my gosh. The best part was they couldn't see on the radio as you're like pointing at your ear trying to think of wet willy. You're like, you know, <laughs> like, like, and I'm looking at you like you're weird. And then you're like, wet willy tap. <laughs> oh boy. You know, I think it's crazy. I look down the street and I, they've got to blow up five, six hundred dollars worth of fireworks every night down the street from me. Yeah. And I'm like, get it. It's beautiful. I'll just sit back and watch, you know? I'm going to come at you, Brennan. Matter of fact, I set my bed up a little closer to my window. So when I'm laying down, I can look up and see all their fireworks just going up in the air, blowing up, cuddle my wife. Do you know the best thing I ever did was buy CBD oil for my dog? Yeah, see, our dogs, doesn't, they're not phased by him. Almost so lack of phased by him that it kind of scares me a little bit because they'll be like, and they're just like, you're lucky. They just yawn. My dog is a stress case. So I've been building up, you know, the tolerance of CBD oil yeah. for like a month now so for my dog. just stoned. And so the first firework goes off and I'm like, it's CBD time. Let's go. So I go and load up 12 drops of CBD Whoa. oil on, on a couple treats. It's a big dog. And then like it goes from barking to like the, the firework will go off and you'll just go. Quit making loud noises. Mm. It's the best thing ever. He does stand there and kind of pant on us a little bit. Oh, well, that's so a lot that's, better than oh. barking, though. Yeah. My old border calling, thankfully, she's deaf now. And I say the thankfully because it's for her benefit. They used to scare fireworks or when they were doing construction, the nail guns, everything freaked her out. And that was, she would wake me up in the middle of the night and jump and land right on my crotch every <laughs> single time. <laughs> She could have went anywhere on the bed, but she felt the best place to pounce on was my crotch. Do you have a video of that? No, because oh, we're it. sleeping. Dang. But yeah, it's like, man, it's horrible. But but that border call is over at my parents now. If you have trouble with your dog, go get some CBD oil. I yeah. promise. I should CBD up the dog. Oh my gosh, I love it. Turn into like Scooby. Whoa, whoa, raggy. I, even, <laughs> I even tried some, and it's pretty relaxing. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I get confused by the whole Homo sapien Neanderthal thing. I thought that was. I actually don't even know what a Homo sapien is. Uh, I don't think people believe in some of that. I don't know. No. What about I mean, the, like the guy in the Geico commercial? Which yeah, one is he? Proved the Geico proved it. I mean, yeah. we are caveman. They're still walking around, obviously. Well, there, I know there's like skeletons. Well, yeah, they found skeletons of their their foreheads are shaped a little different. Of Homo sapiens, they're more right? like two and a half heads or whatever. They start. They got a forty five degree angle. Yeah, <laughs> is that a Neanderthal or a Homo sapien? Don't know. Um, caveman. I don't understand. I'm not sure either. Homo sapiens said what? <laughs> <laughs> well, they in 1930 they found this skull. It was 140 thousand years old. Wow. And so they're adding another ancestor, and they're saying this is the closest one to humans. Okay. <laughs> it's the Homo longi. I got my eyes on. Come at me again. <laughs> <laughs> were they tall? Homo longi. They were long, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what parts of them? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know. So I'm confused wow. by the whole thing, but homo longi, maybe, maybe that'll be in the new books at school. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Maybe I should have paid attention. Maybe there'll be a new study 140,000 years from now. Oh, these are the, uh, the new skulls we found here. These look like... Uh, there are ancestors that sat on the couch all day and ate food. They're homo fatties. You know? so homo like, roundies. Homo roundies. Yeah, they look a lot thicker. Looks like they carried a lot of weight. Well, if homo longi is translated to dragon man, Ooh. what would 
homo roundy yeah. translated to? Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, me. Hey, you look like he has half-ton ankles and a one-ton body. You know, the ankles I think I might out. be part of that species. No? I'm a homo no. roundy. Mm-hmm. I think my husband might be part of homo longy, though. <laughs> I think tonight when I get home, I'm going to be like, hey, what's homo longy doing over there? Looking for a cave. Oh! <laughs> Do you know what I just read? That kids cause parents to get brain fog. Yeah. <laughs> I can believe it. And Flipping kids. There's probably parents out there driving around, zoned out right now, not yeah. even hearing this. Yeah. We've had to start a whole campaign, check for baby. What? Yeah, check for baby, because the yes. kids give you brain fog, you forget to even drop the dang kid off. Yeah, you just leave them in the back. Going to work, and you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing here, because the kids got me forgetting everything. Mm-hmm. They're saying that... 12 minutes, three times a day, we completely just go out of our minds. So three times a day for 12 minutes each time, that's 12, 24, 36 minutes a day, complete. 219 hours a year. Boom. Gone. Yeah, gone. Where were we? Gone. You know those moments when you're driving and you forget how you got there? Yeah. Thanks, kids. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot. Because it's lack of energy, not enough energy and lack of sleep. That's what causes brain fog. Yeah, you walk into the den, and you're like, why am I even in here? Flipping kids! Yeah, it's their fault. Oh! And you know what? They cause us not to drink enough water. Instead, we drink beer. We forget yeah. that we're, we're supposed to drink water. And we're trying to forget other things. In turn, we're forgetting the things we want to remember. We forgot that we already ate, so we eat again. Now yeah. we're chubby. Oh, forgot <sighs> to eat lunch. I make horrible decisions. Hour later, wait, nope, I actually did eat lunch. I'm just hungry again because I'm stressed out over these kids. Most importantly, forgot to exercise. Yep. That really chokes my heart. You make them mow the lawn so you don't even get that exercise anymore. Yeah. Child labor law, that. Most importantly, this happens to me a lot. What day of the week is it? Nobody knows. We're just rolling by the seat of our pants. We don't even know. I thought today was Wednesday. All morning. It's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. You had me think I was I was brain fogging yeah, right there. Pause right now. Thinking, I was like, it, is it isn't Wednesday. <laughs> Blew my mind. Thanks, kids. We forget our coworkers' names. It I don't means- even know. I mean, she calls me D-Ray so much. Thanks, Michael. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. You know what? They make me cuss. I forget to use yeah. nice language. I'll say things like shucks. And French toast. Mm-hmm. Front door. You know Mike. What Michael said yesterday. What did he say? <laughs> he he had his iPad in the back seat, and he's oh, like, no. "This iPad sucks because the internet's <laughs> yeah. not working." <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, "That is not a nice thing to say." Oh, and then not. he goes, "Okay, oh. darn it." <laughs> yeah, my kids are teenagers, and so you know, their language is starting to. It's funny because they'll catch themselves because they know they're not supposed to cuss around me, but they'll catch themselves. Gosh! And then they'll just look at me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. You need a swear jar. Yeah, I do need to start a swear jar. Buy myself a riding lawn more for when they're gone. Well, you know what's sad? We're probably going to forget. Yeah, we will forget. Wait. I cannot have any light in the bedroom when I'm sleeping. Wow. None. That sucks. Door has to be shut. Lights cannot be coming in through the window. And the electronics. Why do they keep making like phone chargers and stuff with lights on them? I don't know. You want to know what bothers bothers me when I'm sleeping? Are you ready for this? Sure. <clears throat> Nothing. 
Man, when I'm sleeping, I don't give a crap. I'm out. You're like Doug. Doug can turn the radio on full blast and go to sleep. The radio might get me a little bit. Sometimes I start grooving in my sleep, and it'll, that'll wake me up. But other than that... So, like, he keeps it down pretty low, but sometimes it's still too loud. Oh, man. And he's like, what? I can't even hear it. So I wait till he falls asleep, and then I turn it down. <laughs> so we got the fan going. Oh, yeah. And the little lights. This is like how we get ready for bed. Yeah. I walk around and find lights, and I'll take pieces of clothing off and put it over the light. Okay. <laughs> and Doug just lays there and laughs because I run I'm out sure of clothes. I'm sure he likes it. I'm sure he's like, yeah. <laughs> and in the morning, it looks like... A tornado went through there. Maybe on purpose, he's put just enough light in, <laughs> in the room to get you naked. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to take at least four or five lights here. It happens. It happens. Let's so. see here. Oh, shoot. She's only... We got to get one more light in here. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I get up in the morning like I just had a one-night stand, like I'm gathering all my clothes around the room. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> the walk of like. shame, but yet yes. it's just... It's just turn the lights back yeah. on. It's I, I relive it every day. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. No, I, the lights don't bug me. That's just a... You know what it bugs me, though, is, is the radio will get me moving, grooving in the sleep, and it'll wake me up, and I'll find myself yeah. restless, or music videos, like on the TV, mm-hmm. or if the wife is watching some stupid show, and I wake up, and I'm in my dreams, I'm having some weird, stupid argument because she's watching Real World or whatever. While you're sleeping? In the heck while I'm sleeping, oh. and I'm like... I would not be able to do that. Oh, the light from the TV. If she wakes up, she'll turn the TV on. Doesn't phase me whatsoever. We have a sleep number bed, so like if she moves on her side of the bed, no clue. Doesn't affect me whatsoever. Brandon, just get up and put your shirt over the TV. I'm gonna. I don't. Yeah, I'll have to do something. Take off any article of clothing and put it on the TV, but my underwear ain't big enough. <laughs> just hang it all. Just line it up. Be like, that's enough. Throw a blanket <laughs> over. Are you a LinkedIn user? I once logged in and logged right back out after really? I built the profile. So you built the profile, and then you're like, I, well, I was don't like, oh, like okay, this. what's this all about? Cool, let's get on here. You know, maybe I can LinkedIn with some people or whatever. Dumb. Sure, but there's so many other ways to get a hold of me. Why are we on LinkedIn? Well, this is a way to find, you know, employment. I got a job. This companies seek out people on LinkedIn. I don't want a That's, job. It's not like a friends type thing. It's I don't a, want another job. Like this is a place for your coworkers to be, and the original time when I, when I signed up for it, I thought it would be cool with the band, like certain venues, certain yeah. places. Maybe it'd be a good way for us to link together, but it's dumb. Okay. And then what was even worse than that were the emails that I kept getting for years. So and so is trying to connect with you on LinkedIn. It's like I just seen this dude two days ago. L- connect with me in person, bruh. Man. No, I mean, if you are, like, seeking employment and stuff, LinkedIn actually is really awesome. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. But it looks like they had a breach and Uh exposed data of 92% of the users. Uh Uh-oh. Which includes me. I'm on there. Yeah, I guess I don't know as if I've done anything with the profile, but it's (laughs) on there. It exposed the data of more than 92% of the users there. That's 700 million accounts. You. Usernames, email addresses, phone numbers, addresses... Not passwords, but I mean your address. Oh, boy. Swing by my house. See what happens. Yeah, I dare you. Come on by. (laughs) Got a gun for every window. Got a couple of doggies. (laughs) Let me know you're coming. But just so you know, if you're a LinkedIn user, you might, uh, they might have your your stuff. I want to double check your stuff. Yeah. Hi, Matt Foley. Well, hello there. I don't know what happened. They just walked out. I don't quite understand what's going on. Whispering in 
Whispering at I, each other. Look, I'm hungry, so I hope yeah. they go get me one of them fish tacos or something. That's <laughs> like that's all yeah, I care I, about. I wish we still had more fish tacos. I don't. used to eat a lot of bear claws when I was younger, yes. and uh, get them lodged. I uh, see that in my yeah. roto grooters, and uh, it's like now here I sit and I just want a fish taco, and they ain't got one. Is that what is stuck here? Ah, yeah, uh, that would be the front part of my neck. Actually, okay. it looks a little more like a continuation of my chin. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah, it just goes right on down to the chest. It's really confusing. So maybe some people might want to know a little bit more about you. Oh, I'm so. an open book. I'm a. I just open right up. Whatever you want to know. Are you married? No, I don't think so. Are no. you on FarmersOnly.com or where can I, uh, the women find you? I'm not a, no, I don't do any of that kind of weird stuff because I got ladies coming out of the woodwork uh, okay. sometimes literally. Uh-huh. Um, but I got girls coming at me left and right. I tell them I'm on the radio okay. once a week. They don't know that part, but <laughs> I come in here and they pretty much they think I'm famous. Okay. What do you do for a living? Oh, I, uh, well, uh, uh, currently I just come in here once a week. <laughs> That's my job. I don't but know, we but don't pay you. I know, but I, it makes me feel good. And, and I really rent's cheap down by the river on the van. <laughs> okay. Well, so, what do you eat? I'll do. Oh, people grab me food everywhere I go. I just uh, joke around with them. I'll invite myself over to a family and sit down and eat their food every day. <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. Uh, people wow. take care of me. I'd like to yeah. see that. Oh man, one of my favorite places is Murphy's. They te- they treat me real good down there. Oh, that's good. I go down there, tell them I work with you guys, and they take good care. Oh, I bet they do. I bet they do. The good stuff food truck. <laughs> Sometimes I'll help them change their trash a little bit, maybe flip a couple burgers for them. <laughs> nice. Like flipping one for you, flipping one for me, and they don't even know. Okay, what kind of car do you drive? Bada bing, bada boom. Ah, uh, what kind of car? Well, right now I'm in between cars. Uh, I'm actually driving a 2001 Nissan Pathfinder. Found it down by the river. I uh, had to put a couple of things in it to get it running, but boy, she's a getter. You find a lot of things by the river. Oh, man, people just drop things off down there. It's a crazy oh. situation. You ever have those moments where you're stuck talking to somebody and you're like, where did so-and-so go? When are they going to come back? Ah, uh, yeah, I That's, know exactly. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm having one of those moments right now. You no, know, it's weird. It's I kind of wish they were in here too, because you're giving me them loving eyes. No, I'm not. <laughs> I can I'm see trying it. not to look at hey, you. Hey, Matt Foley has it on women. It's no need to fear. And you kind of smell like fish. Ah, yeah, that's uh, because I'm craving fish tacos, and so it's coming out of me. It's okay. Hey, you're married. Brandon, are you coming back? <laughs> Do you remember in the '70s and '80s when <laughs> you no. could get your mouth wired shut to lose weight? No, I, no, that was really a thing? Yes. That's a horrible idea. Were you alive then? <laughs> Not in the 70s. What year were you born? It doesn't matter. In the 80s, you were oh, born in the Oh, yeah, 80s. sure wow. was. Well, I was born in 77, so. I'd like to think I was born in the 90s, but <laughs> yeah. I'm hip to be square. We could tell people, you know. It doesn't matter. See if they'll believe us. 80s are good. Yeah. Well, there's a new thing. It's called the Dental Slim. Oh, it kind of looks like a medieval torture device. <laughs> But when they had their, their mouths wired shut, people lost weight, but they gained it back. And so mm-hmm. I don't see how this can work. It allows you to open your mouth about two millimeters, so you're forced to go on a liquid diet. Mm. And it goes on your top and bottom molars, locked shut like a magnet system. Uh, and the, it comes with a key in case of an emer- emergency. <laughs> but people volunteered to do this. They lost 14 pounds in two weeks, so like a pound a day. Well, so like the key, in case of an emergency, like 
lunch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, this is an emergency. I'm starving. <laughs> or there's a special on hot wings. Click, it's unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way you and I could do this diet because we have to talk for a living. Yeah, and be like, hey, welcome to the Roan House with Amy and Ren. Yeah, it's so <laughs> nice to have you here. We're on the magnet tooth diet, uh, <laughs> whatever they call this thing. Yeah. We could, like, be ventriloquists, though. We could have, yeah. you know, puppets do our, the Our hands would talking. do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, people can become ventriloquists after this because they're so used to talking without moving their mouth. Yeah. And so they can eat and just be like, well, the puppet told me to do it. You know, the puppet told me to eat this cheeseburger. I didn't eat the cheeseburger. The puppet did. Yes. And I gained weight. And I still gained the weight. I gain weight when I see puppets eat food, too. I literally gained five pounds over the weekend watching my sound guy eat chips. Oh, really? I just felt like it. Maybe it was the donuts (laughs) I had. Yeah. (laughs) Probably the donuts. Oh, yeah. Do you know there's a wrong time of day to mow your lawn? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? When the sun is high and you cut your grass, it will go bone dry. I would say the worst time to mow your grass is any time. <laughs> yeah, I hate mowing. <laughs> I'm honest. That's the reason I had kids. And that's kind of what I got from reading this article here. Because it this article is supposed to tell you when the best time to mow your lawn is. Oh. It says mowing at night isn't good because the neighbors will hate you. Oh. But also, it shouldn't be too early in the morning or the middle of the day. And here's why. If you mow too early, like 7 a.m., the grass might still be wet from dew, mm. and it could clog your mower. So. Mowing in the middle of the day isn't great because of the heat up from the sun. Yeah, yeah. can harm your grass. Mowing too late isn't good either because your lawn needs time to recover from the sun going down. Mm. And it's more prone to fungus and diseases. I didn't know that. You said fungus. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so the best time to mow your grass, they say the experts are saying... Between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Huh. And if you're not a morning person, between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Wow. Yeah, but it's yeah. still hot at that time. I've known, here. yeah, I know. I, th- I think you got to push that a little later. Like maybe, maybe, maybe seven and eight. Six to eight, you know, yeah, or yeah, something like that. But it, I, I've known that stuff for a while back. I used to really, really be into our lawn and keep it as green and cut it at the prime times and water it at the right times and blah 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 all that stuff get the right evaporation for your lawn and now i, I just don't care i just yeah. don't you just let because it grow. i don't i don't want to pay half my mortgage on the water bill i don't want to have to like mow my yard four times a week when it's dry no homeboy's out my husband is obsessed with the grass. He will get on his hands and knees and dig up all the crabgrass. No, you and know then what? put seed no. in those areas, and then cover the what's, seed. What's cool is the, is the weeds grow, and yeah. they look just as green as the grass. <laughs> yeah. So from a distance, my lawn might look pretty good. I'm not a fan of the grass because he won't let my son get a swing set because oh, of the grass. That's messed up. It is messed up. Well, you can come play on our You're swing set. You're only a kid once. You can yep. come over playing our <gasps> swing set. You have a swing set? Yeah, and a trampoline. Oh, <gasps> all right. Uh-huh. And so. we just put a little kiddie pool in the back for the dogs. When is a good time? Anytime. All come right. on over, whatever. He's probably listening right now. He heard you. Come on over, Michael. Um, I might, might I might want to check on that swing set, though. It's been a while since somebody <laughs> oh, used it. So. A little rusty? Might be, a, might just, you know, be some nails. Is it a wooden swing set or a metal? It was old when we got it. Um, and it barely made it to our backyard, and it's still somehow standing. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that would be a good time. Dogs use it. Maybe he won't be using that. <laughs> I wouldn't. 
We're starting to see other states' license plates around yep. town, like tons oh, of them. Very touristy. I've been stuck behind some RVs. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. Always when you're fun. In a hurry. But, you know, we love you, and thanks for touring yeah. the Black Hills. Thanks for having Cat Country on while you do it. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. But, you know, what? have you ever wondered what people really think when they come here to visit? Is it very different here? Um, I'd like to think it's awing, like, wow. Yeah. So amazing here, and everybody's so good-looking and nice. I grew up, you know, I was born here, but I did grow up in Arizona, so I've seen both. I'd spend the summers here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I always noticed that on my flights here or anywhere out of here, Mm -hmm. everybody was always fun, you know, and friendly on the airplane. And then when you'd get on your connecting flight, it was like another world. Yeah, like, don't talk to me. Yeah, more rude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a gentleman who writes for Insider.com who just visited this area. Mm, cool. And he had a few things. <laughs> Some shocking revelations, I guess. Okay. Uh, he said that things move at a slightly slower pace, restaurants wow. and trains included. <laughs> yeah, we get the whole train thing, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are almost too nice, and it confused him at first, and then started to make him very uncomfortable. <laughs> Spe- speaking of that, let me just tell you, he's from Long Island. Okay, okay. And Larry from Long Island listens to our show, and he's yep. super nice. And he loves it out here. Yeah. He also said it gets hot in the Midwest in cool. June, and that surprised him. He thought it would get like 70 degrees at, at the most. Wow. But it was 90 his whole trip. Things don't cost as much. He was expecting $15 cocktails and $50, $50 dinners, so he was able to cut loose more. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Could have saved money, but whatever. Yeah. He said, we spend more time in nature. I love this, how he says, I heard talk of cabins and hikes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard talk of them speaking of these things called cabins yeah. and hikes. I had to look it up. <laughs> he also found that people appreciate large bodies of water more here. <laughs> A lake? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duh. What are you supposed to do? It's hot. We don't have dead bodies in our Hello. water. Yeah. And also, here's the final thing you put. It's harder to get an Uber. He says it's five minutes in New York, but it took 10 to 20 minutes in this area. Well, there's only a handful of them. We got a lot of ground to cover because yeah. it's so hot. We're in no hurry around they're, here. They're hauling people all those large bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going out to nature. Yeah, those things called uh, cabins and woods. <laughs> yeah. Robocalls. They hate them. Oh, they make me so mad. I just got one yesterday when we were sitting in here. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was for Social Security. Yeah, because that's what they're going to do. And it was a robot. We are calling you about your social security number. It may have been stolen. Please enter all of your personal information. You yeah. know what was okay. stolen? It, what was stolen was the number that they called from because it was yeah. that was somebody's personal cell phone number. Yeah, that's what's really messed up. Yeah, they're supposed to have cracked down yesterday. As of yesterday, there was a deadline yesterday for phone companies to finally do something about this. Mm-hmm. But yesterday is when I got that phone call. Yeah, it must have been their last little-ditch effort. Yeah, last year the FCC announced they're forcing companies to implement a new technology. It's called Stir-slash-Shaken. <laughs> it's supposed to crack down on the 50 billion robocalls that we get each year. What is this, 007 crap? I know, Stir-slash-Shaken. No, we need them tied up and strangled is what we need because I don't want them calling. Yeah. Tie their thumbs together, maybe, or something. I don't know. And when asked if this stir slash slash shaken thing is going to work, 
maybe was the answer. So apparently this isn't supposed to make a huge difference overnight, but Verizon and T-Mobile are already adding it. Mm-hmm. And then the smaller companies have another year to do it. Oh, boy. Oh boy. That could hurt them, you know? What if yeah. they get tired of getting those calls? You know, they're still allowed to call those companies, I guess, or well, those people under those companies. And uh, here, here's a random question. So if they're able to use our phone numbers and not get charged for it, are we getting charged long distance for it? Second question, What's what company are they with? Because is it cheap? <laughs> when was the last time people were charged for long distance? That's would, the question I'm asking I you. I don't know. I don't know. Not long <laughs> distance, but like like the over country or because are they from the United States? I don't know. That's Good the question. Thing. So anyway, I don't know where robots are from. I don't know either. But uh, but the other question I got is, can I get on their cell plan? And whenever I call you, it's just a random number, but it's free. Yeah, I think we need to get their number, and it's nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Probably endless reception. I just don't, I don't want to have to pay for cell phone service. I don't either. And that's what they're doing. Well, maybe we can come up with a phone. Like if your phone senses it's being stolen or used mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to call mm-hmm. somebody, maybe in a James Bond type of way, yeah. we can like get back at them somehow. Or maybe they switch it to like a Mission Impossible where whatever device they're using to call you and it senses that it's a robocall, that device blows up in the next 30 seconds or something, you know? Yeah, I kind of This like message that. will self-destruct in three seconds, you know? And then they're like, no! Yeah, there's our version of stir shaking. Yeah, take that. Let's get in a plane and go to Florida. Let's. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. Yeehaw! Last month, this 30-year-old guy in Florida got mm-hmm. busted for driving on a suspended license. Oops. But get this, okay. his name is Shaft Bang Adams. Man, the wanted outlaw. Or, <laughs> I mean, what an awesome name. He's got a long rap sheet, <laughs> and he's been in and out of jail for years. So they arrested him. And at intake, they found something illegal on his actual shaft. Mm. During the strip search, a Uh-oh. prison guard found four meth rocks hidden wow. in his junk. Jeez, I hope they were wrapped in plastic or something. No, um, he's uncut, if you will. Oh, yeah, I feel I feel you. I see what's going down here. <laughs> so he got charged with possession of methamphetamine and for uh-huh. introducing contraband into a penal institution. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice of words. That's a... <laughs> he's a, He posted bond, he got out, but now he's back in jail because he was caught with cocaine earlier this week. Probably still hiding it in his little... Um, pouch, if you will. <laughs> His kangaroo pouch. Yeah, I mean, he could, I mean, I just, that, I don't even know what to say. I've got nothing mature to say. I just have it pictured in my mind, and I'm like, ouch, you know? Now for the big reveal, you know, and things just start falling out. Are they Women's pokey? earrings. Are they know? pokey rocks? I don't know. I've never messed with that stuff. Yeah, what else is he hiding in there? That's what I mean. Like, oh, Cigarettes. that a little lumpy or something that's going on in there. <laughs> oh, it's my keys. Here. <laughs> you know, what else? So is- much for rolling your cigarettes up in your sleeve. Right, yeah. He's starting a new trend. I mean, what if he was like a, instead of it being drugs and stuff, what if he was like a, a good person? And that's just where he like, he goes yeah. swimming. He's like, oh, no, I've got my, i got my credit card right here. <laughs> you know, <or laughs> honey, I got some money. You, honey, will <laughs> you hold my purse? Yeah, we hold my purse. You betcha. He just puts it, <laughs> just folds it up in there. <laughs> Gross. This is so know. nasty. <laughs> I mean, it's as, would it be a wallet? 
you know? It was like a different form. So much for the fanny pack. It's a real leather wallet. <laughs> it is kind of a fanny pack. It's a pack. shafty pack. Oh, wow. Who's the cat that woke up at when that all about? Right on. They say this cat shaft is a bad mother. I'm done my shaft. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Have you ever used the excuse when you get pulled over that you have to use the restroom? Um, I've, I'm possibly, I've got pulled over a lot. I've done it and it works. Yeah. Just, I gotta pee really bad, come on. You I'm know. in the middle of a code brown, sir. <laughs> now that'll get you out of everything. <laughs> nobody wants to deal with anybody that it's, has a code brown. Nobody wants to take any crap from me today. Yeah. Literally. Maybe they should have used that excuse. Yeah. There's a driver pulled over for going 110 miles an hour in a 45 mile an Way hour to go. speed zone. Get it. And when pulled over, he told the cops that his guest in the passenger seat had to mm-hmm. use the restroom. Oh, yeah. You got a poo emergency. You got to go. I yeah. mean, it's like, hey. They ain't he said she had to pee. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Either way. It was a number one. I ain't getting a 10-100 on the car. Let's go. <laughs> over. He got a huge fine. <laughs> and after the cop was done with him, they went to this convenience store and she ran in to use the restroom. So he wasn't lying. Yeah. 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 So, the things you do for love. Right. It's <laughs> the things you do. Now, I can't say that I haven't gone 110 in a 45. However, that's a little excessive, even if somebody's got a pee. I mean, I could see 55, 60, maybe, you know, but 110, uh, you're kind of putting yourself and some others at risk. Yeah. Especially if it's a 40. I mean, that's that's Highway 44, and they're doing 110 down 44 just trying to get to a bathroom. Yes. Yeah, it's a little dangerous. Some call them dangerous, I call them heroes. But when they get into fights in the future, and she says, you never do anything for me. You show up that ticket. <laughs> Look yeah. at this ticket, just because you had to pee, princess. I frame that baby. <laughs> okay, a couple questions for you. Okay. Did you ever stick anything in your nose when you were a kid? Other than my finger, no. Wow. Did you ever play tiddlywinks? Never even heard of it. Me either. Sounds like a joke for a human anatomy part. Well, tiddlywinks is a game where you use a plastic disc to flip smaller discs into a cup. Well, this woman's 45 years old. And when she was a little kid, 10 years old, she put one of the tiddlywink pieces, one of the little discs, Mm -hmm. in her nose. Apparently, she used to like to put one in each nostril, and then she'd breathe out to see how far they would fly. That sounds like fun. Yeah, Yeah. it kind of does. Yeah, but I'm not going to try it. No, not as an adult, I would never. (laughs) She got one stuck in her nose. Okay. Like she inhaled it. Oh, gosh. And then she was too embarrassed to tell her parents about it. So so. she just left it up there? Yeah, she just forgot about it. I'd say she wins the game of tiddlywink. (laughs) She got a COVID test recently. (laughs) And they were like, what is that? Well, no, they didn't notice it. Okay. Oh, they put okay. the, they put the the swab up her nose, uh-huh. and then after that, she started like having some drainage, like her nose was runny, and oh, weird. she got an infection. Oh gosh! Yeah, so she went to the ER. They did a scan of some kind, uh-huh. and there was a tiddlywink in her <laughs> nose. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, there's a picture of it. It's gross. I thought you were gonna say that the test for the COVID came back as tiddlywink instead of. <laughs> Uh, no. It looks like you don't have COVID, but you got the tiddlywink. Yeah. Maybe she didn't get COVID because the tiddlywink blocked, blocked it. it. Yeah, yeah, they're just stabbing at it. That just shows you how far up was that tiddlywink because they get way up there in your brain. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I've still they they poked some thoughts I had when they tested me. Like I was like, oh, random thought yeah. just came to my head. Must have been stored towards the front of my cerebellums. You you know some of the finest inventions have come from mistakes. Yeah. What if the tiddlywink in the nose is the new COVID prevention? I w- Wow. Would you like the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine, or, or would you like a tiddlywink? Just a couple tiddlywinks stuck up in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the tiddlywink, to be yeah, honest. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the tiddlywink. Uh-huh. You may not be able to breathe well, but you won't get COVID. Well, and I wonder, I wonder, did like her voice change, her breathing? You know, like plug a nostril a little bit, like even just a little bit, and it, you know, right? It, you get all nasally. Did it? Did it change her breathing? Like her, her talk would. Were her friends like her voice is so annoying, and then now she's like, "Hi everybody," and yeah. it's like perfect. She's like, what? What happened to you? She was like you? a Fran Drescher. Yeah, I, I want to come over and hang out with you guys. Are we gonna do wine on Tuesdays? And they're like, "Please don't invite her." Oh my gosh! And now she's like Hi. a nine hundred operator voice. Hey, thanks for calling. Who is this? Put a tiddlywink in each nostril, and then would blow them to see how far they would go. But one time I did, I accidentally accidentally inhaled it so basically they took the tiddlywink out and she became british well brandon i have a little uh test for you today Uh, okay i love tests this is called (laughs) you'll never guess what's making this sound okay that seems very difficult (laughs) so i'm gonna play this sound and i'm gonna give you three choices of what it may be okay and yeah you don't win anything but uh, um, it'll just be for fun. How about that? I win the opportunity to be on the radio with you. Okay. All right. So here we go. Okay. I'm going to play the sound in three, mm-hmm. two, Fire one. Away. Okay. 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 So, A, a chimpanzee having a blast with a beer koozie squeeze toy. B, Someone touching a squeaking silk moth caterpillar. Or C, a bronze cockatiel chick begging for food. I'm going to go with C. You are incorrect. No, it was B then. It was B. (laughs) The answer is B, someone touching a squeaking silk moth caterpillar. I knew it. Gosh, I used to have one of those as a pet. You did? Yeah. I've never seen one before. No, I've never... (laughs) <laughs> As a pet? I don't even know what the heck they look like. I remember when I was like a young teenager, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. stepped on a caterpillar in Arizona, and my foot swelled up the size of your head. Oh, wow. So you're allergic to caterpillars? The It was like a black, pokey caterpillar. Wow. And you see them a lot in Arizona. That's crazy. Wow. So there you go. That is the first episode ever of You'll Never Guess What's Making This Sound. I love it. Yeah, maybe this could turn into something. I like it a lot. We could have friends come in and do it with us. Yeah, that'd be fun. Heck yeah, it would. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Whoa, people are so dumb, and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're a fugitive, you try to keep a low profile, right? Yeah, you got to. Well, this guy didn't. <laughs> He's wanted in New Hampshire for a lot of things for a while. But cops... They haven't been able to find him until this week, after he stole a 50-foot yacht worth $1 million just to take it for a little joyride. Hmm. He stole it right from the marina in upstate New York, right off the border of Canada. (laughs) And then he tooled around in it for at least two days before they finally found him via helicopter. 
Wow. Yeah. He even crossed state lines, so that puts him in even deeper trouble. Oops. So he's facing a lot of jail time. He had an online court hearing on Wednesday. <laughs> From the yacht? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the cops were like, hey, maybe we can just hang out on here for a while. <laughs> he said he was testing the boat because he fixed it for the owner. Yeah. But the police found five different sets of boat keys on it. So he's been doing this for a while. Wow. Not, you know, it kind of sounds like if I was a fugitive, this yeah. would be right up my alley. I mean. I love the water, so. Honestly, he's pretty smart, really. Yeah. He said the owner gave him permission, but turns out that was a lie. Uh, he didn't fix nothing. Yeah. He also got to go on a helicopter ride, so that's really cool. I mean, look at his lifestyle. is amazing. Yeah. Wow. And just for good measure, he gave everybody the finger at the end of the hearing. Boom. He's facing charges for that also. I mean, why not? You're already kind of a bad, <laughs> you know, like, be like, ha boom, see you on the next yacht. Well, this is a disgrace. Okay. You know, lots of people adopted pets uh-huh. when they were in quarantine. They're yes. like, oh, I'm at home. I can take care of a dog. Uh-huh. Now, they're all being returned. No. No, they're like, oh, I'm not in quarantine anymore. I can't feed this thing. No. I don't have time. How could you do that? That's horrible. They're a member of your family. What kind of people are you? Oh, my gosh. You don't do that. You hire a babysitter. Take it somewhere where it can be loved for I'm the sensing day. Uh, a job for yeah. some teenagers. I think so, too. Especially this summer. We need some dog walkers. Uh-huh. Come take I'd little Ralphie you. for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably have to pay you extra to walk my dog. Yeah. Or it'd have to be a big kid. Well, maybe they can help me. I sent little Jimmy over to walk your Great Dane. No, he's just going to have to ride him. <laughs> yeah. I just feel bad for these pets. Mm-hmm. They get all adjusted to your family. They think they're a part of your family, and you're like, meh. Yeah. I guess we're done. It's not I working mean, for me anymore. I mean, is that is it like that for your kids? Yeah. Meh. You were kind of cute when you were little, but now <laughs> that you're six and kind of getting a bit of an attitude, I think I'm going to drop you off. Yeah, I just can't afford to feed you anymore. I just can't afford it. You just eat so much. much. And you, you keep growing out of your clothes. Yeah, I'm going to buy you new clothes every year? Seriously? Ugh, I've had this shirt for 15 years. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, you know, we do this with our spouses. Yeah, you know, exactly. We get new spouses. Man, you don't really fit in my life anymore. I'm going to go ahead and find somebody new. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, we can't do this with pets. No, you no. can't just because, no. They don't choose us. We no. choose them, yep. and then they fall in love with us. You can't yes. just throw them back out there in the, the cage. The truest form of unconditional love. You can return a shirt to the store. You can mm-hmm. return a PlayStation, a TV, yeah. but you cannot return a dog. Return some diapers. These ones have been used, you know, yeah. but but you can't return a dog. Yeah. Don't do it. Nope. Think of another way. Yes. We love you, puppies and cats. We love you, puppy dog. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.